0: you're on the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love and we're your hosts Shelby and Matt
1: and we are back again so exciting <laughs> yes. although I'm, like, uh, pent up after the Game of Thrones finale last night and <sighs> really just want to talk about that. But we I have know. other things to get to first. Gotta
0: wait. I know. You wouldn't know it from our Twitter feed, but <laughs> there's other stuff going on in the pop culture world. So yeah, we got to dive in. Yeah, you went
1: in. wild on Twitter, which is, you know, <laughs> like, follow us on Twitter if you want, like, lots of uh, angry Game of Thrones tweets. The funny thing is, is, like, you run that so we have lots of chains where it's like me arguing with my own <laughs> podcast on twitter it's great i love it Just it.
0: adds to the personality <laughs> yes you
1: know? so i'm much just trying
0: drama. trying to get in the conversation you know get mm-hmm. some traction get some followers there but you guys can just follow us at ps you're wrong and then i won't have to be so thirsty all the time
1: no you'll still be thirsty there's no <laughs> there's no getting the thirst out uh you can also leave us a review on apple Podcasts, and we have a review this week which i'm gonna read <laughs> from Yay. one of our great fans although this this review is like it's five stars so thank you but like not particularly glowing here uh it's from 19 guy 83 and he says pretty good podcast hard to find decent podcasts these days <laughs> So thank hey, you, you know? for that yeah. glowing review, yeah. just overflowing <laughs> with compliments Enthusiasm and kind words. and mm-hmm. energy.
0: Yeah, we appreciate that for sure. I mean, it's nice that anyone takes the effort. So and that's how a lot of reviews go, I feel like. So it, c- it could be worse. It could not yeah. exist.
1: <laughs> I'll take a review with minimal effort. So thank you, yeah. whatever that person's name was. <laughs>
0: perfect um but i feel like everyone's thinking about game of thrones obviously but there has been a lot on the pop culture front i don't even know where to start do you have something you want to take a swing
1: at well i was just gonna follow up on the hit story of last week the james charles toddy (laughs) westbrook feud which had several more developments (laughs) this week so for those of you yeah who didn't listen or weren't paying that much attention last week. <laughs> James Charles is a beauty YouTuber, Instagram star who does makeup. He had a feud with Toddy Westbrook, who is like a 30-something year old woman who also does beauty on Instagram, who had like a line of hair care supplements that she was promoting. She wanted him to promote them. He wouldn't, and then he promoted a rival hair care mm. supplement line. Dun, dun, dun. She also accused him of he's gay and of, like, sexually harassing (laughs) straight men and trying to convince them to, like, sleep with him. And there was a big backlash. She was losing all of these followers. She was gaining followers all over social media. It was like, we got to get Toddy more followers than James has. He released this video of him, like, weeping. (laughs) But... He would then he was silent for, you know, several days, and that's where we sort of ended last week's episode. This week, (laughs) James releases a very long, like 45 minute long YouTube video where he basically, like, goes through all of Tati's claims like one by one and has all of these text receipts that he is putting up and showing the text messages <laughs> and the time stamps and all of this stuff about his communications with these various men and his communications with the sugar bear hair people did you watch <laughs> this video Shelby or any part of it? I
0: watched part of it. It's I watched part of Tati's original one too but they get too long and like they just talk so much so i saw the highlight reel i guess
1: yeah so much drama and then of course (laughs) in a backlash to his video people were claiming that he had doctored the screenshots so then he had to come out with another post about how (laughs) like some of the screenshots times were different because he was in different time zones when he was sending the text it was All this pandemonium, and then yesterday, or maybe it was two days. I think it was yesterday. Both Toddy and another one of the big beauty stars, who had sort of been like, "Yeah, riling up troops against James," both came out and said, "Oh, we talked with James. We feel like it's just better for the community if we all like promote kindness. So we'd like to leave this feud behind us. Yeah, so it's done for now, I guess, but."
0: Yeah, do you have do you have someone like whose side are you on after watching all the facts?
1: I feel like I'm on Toddy's side. <laughs> I think yeah. that but but the thing is James Charles is only nineteen. So I think yeah. he did all of this stupid stuff, but is just really young and yeah. didn't really understand the repercussions of it. And yes, he was like harassing some of these people, but also <laughs> he's nineteen and it was like over text messages for the most part. So I don't know. I'm. I don't feel like he necessarily needs to be canceled. It's just strange. The whole, <laughs> all of this is yeah. so weird.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. And honestly, Tati Jeffrey Star, they got followers. She got to promote her hair care line, and it yep. all, it all smells a little self serving. But I'm glad they've put the drama behind them and are moving forward. You know, to never speak yeah. of this again. <laughs>
1: I mean, we always have our secret theories of like how all of these celebrities are working together behind the scenes to drum up (laughs) drama. And I don't think that's what happened again this time. But if it was, that was brilliant (laughs) marketing.
0: Yeah, poor James. James is the only one who lost a few million subscribers, so I guess he wasn't in on the scam. But, but. he had
1: the most to begin with, so do you think that maybe you and I should start some kind of, like, very <laughs> dramatic scandal this to try to rile up podcast uh, reviews?
0: Yeah, we'll, like, start reviews. competing podcasts and then realize, mm-hmm. wait, we just split our listeners straight down the middle, but I guess I'd probably take the majority, but we don't have to, like, go there now, you know? I think uh, oh, it's wow. a, we have a good thing. <laughs>
1: How dare you? I have texts from you, yeah. Shelby. The-
0: yeah, we'll have to come out with that YouTube channel. But I have some breaking news. Um, Ooh. Kim Kardashian West had her fourth child. Yes. And she announced his name. <laughs> and it's Psalm West, as in Psalms. The, the book scriptures. of the Bible? Yeah, as in Psalms. Wow. So- so that's what's happening now Um, so for those of you who don't remember her first child is named North and she's adorable and it turned out to be a really cool name and then they had Saint which is kind of cool and then they had Chicago known as Shy which is not cool and now they have Psalm which doesn't really have a ring to it it's like psalm west you know it's like a it's a mouthful you know
1: you know i'm into all of them i feel like, like all of those psalm? names are a good name
0: i i don't hate it <laughs> Psalm. i feel west. like psalm west psalm west I would rather
1: somebody have an interesting name than a boring name. And here's my other thing. I would much rather have someone have a name that is an actual word than a made up name. <laughs> like
0: Makindo, like some yeah, weird Yeah, like spelling. those kind yeah, yeah, I don't,
1: yeah. And if spelled the way that people know how to spell it, that's what I'm more concerned about. I don't need you no. spelling Kaylee with 17 <laughs> random letters in there or like Makila or, you know, like, I don't know these weird like conglomerate names of like other yeah like give me a call call your kid bear before you call your kid
0: (laughs) bear would have been a cool name for bear west would have because there were rumors that that was his name because she used the bear emoji to announce his And that would have been a way cooler name than Psalm, I guess. But people have figured out, they've made the assumption, I guess, that her daughters are named after like places or, you know, physical ideas. (laughs) You have North and you have Chicago. And then her boys are named after spiritual, you know, saint and Psalms. And so it's like, oh my gosh, her kids are like their heaven and their earth, you know? So I don't know if that oh, was intentional, but oh yes, I'm sure cute. that that was exactly <laughs> what they were thinking. Yeah, well, people have to match their names. People have patterns. You don't know. It could. Be. I mean,
1: they do, but that's like a bad Taylor Swift <laughs> fandom level theory. That's like five palm trees, whatever.
0: Yeah, well, Psalm West is his name, and he's richer than all of us, so who are we to judge?
1: (laughs) Speaking of rich family issues, uh, let's talk about the Britney Spears conservatorship drama that is going on. I needed you
0: to break this down for me, because I did not understand it. So,
1: basically, way back when, in like 2008, when Britney Spears was having her full-on meltdown, she... Was put under conservatorship of her father, which basically means that even though she's an adult, she can't make any like major decisions for herself without his approval. This is usually given to people who are either like have had some kind of serious health problem, or you know are in like an, a coma or something, who are incapable. It's sort of weird that they would do it to somebody who is a functional human right. just you know clearly like has some Going mental some stuff, issues yeah, yeah may maybe be bipolar but like that's not fully substantiated um so it's strange that she was kind of put under this in general but she's a celebrity and she's you know dealing with like millions of dollars and all of these different properties so they didn't want her and she like you know agreed that she Didn't want to be throwing away her life's work and the money that she had worked so hard for in, you know, kind of one of her moments of insanity. But since then, she's gone on to have like multiple albums, multiple tours, has been, you know, very successful, has been raising her kids, you know, like by all means seems to be living like a fairly normal life. And she had announced a new concert tour recently and, you know, had been saying on social media and the whispers around town had sort of been, okay, this conservatorship is going to come to an end soon. Her father's going to like kind of give her back her ability to manage things. But then her dad got really sick and had like a health scare. He almost died. He's not doing very well right now. I think that that kind of sent her backwards due to the grief and kind of, uh, you know, took a couple steps back Mm -hmm. on the mental health front. Then the people who are kind of like running her business and whatnot said well we don't think you should go on this tour you're not well she like checked into a mental facility there's some uh, discrepancy on whether she wanted to check herself in or whether she was forced to check Mm -hmm. herself in but basically she can't make decisions by herself because of this conservatorship so all of her fans started these you know started this movement that's like free britney spears like get her out of this let her make her own decisions she seems capable of doing that Even if she is, you know, still has some mental health issues, like she should at least have control of her life. And somebody some spokesperson was like, I'm not sure Britney Spears will ever tour again. I don't know if she'll ever make new music. And people are like well she has said that she wants it to or she said that she wants to make new music but like you guys are saying that she can't because you have control over all of her stuff and this is not a situation that anyone else is in other than like catatonic patients in the hospital so why are you forcing her to do this why aren't you letting her make her own decisions
0: yeah, that's sad
1: <laughs> yeah it's very it's very strange
0: That is odd. so nothing else has like happened I, I mean it's from what i have
1: seen yeah there's like no conclusion because everything has to go through this kind of like well she also she had she has like a court date to go over the conservatorship but that has not happened yet so she's kind
0: of been on didn't she post something on instagram that was like see i'm doing fine or who's that I thought that was a headline I saw. Yes,
1: no, yes, she did. Um, she posted, yeah, about like how they taken how she didn't have a cell phone and she wanted to use a cell oh, phone yeah. or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Lots, lots is going drama,
0: on. Drama, drama. Leave Brittany alone. You know.
1: I know for real. <laughs> the, the The thing with these celebrities is, I feel like every year we get another weird story where there's a celebrity embroiled in some strange legal practice that I would never have thought was an actual (laughs) thing that people could do. Like, the whole emancipation thing with your parents. It's Like, I don't understand the... Like, there are these strange legal things that celebrities kind of, like, lawyers find and bring up so that they can (laughs) deal with these weird situations.
0: Well, they just have sad lives, you know, sad family, sad homes, I guess, where they need
1: emancipated
0: and (laughs) conservatorship and... Oh, pretty sad stuff. Pretty messed up there. But hopefully, I mean, I guess I don't know what the conclusion (laughs) should be. I guess I hope she can take care of herself
1: yeah i mean it's hard to say because like obviously we don't know her her fans <laughs> right. see her perform at concerts and see her on social media think she's fine but like you know yeah a lot of those mental health things like kind of swing back and forth so yeah it can go either way depending on the day
0: that's tough to pivot i guess to some more light-hearted news <laughs> um <laughs> the bachelor has started again which i love oh, you don't goody. watch um, nope. but there was some drama because Kelly Rippa, uh, was on her show and she started ranting about how much she hates the show, The Bachelor, and they're on the same network, they're ABC. And so Earth. she was just like, she's always been outspoken about it. She's always said she found the whole premise sort of disgusting and, you know, misogynistic when it's, one dude and 25 girls but what's crazy is that the bachelor producer mike fleiss i think is his name he responded to this really you know casual criticism that he gets a lot of but he decides to like come at her and is like oh careful the bachelor franchise pays for your salary kelly and everyone's just like ew like why are you like, first of all, uh, letting this ruffle your feathers and also trying to like lay claim to Kelly's success, who has been around longer than The Bachelor, you know? And so yeah. then other celebrities got involved and, um, oh, I just know her as, um, meredith from Grace anatomy
1: <laughs> oh ellen pompeo yes
0: pompeo she tweeted at him and was like hey your show does not pay for kelly's salary also we don't attack successful women on our network and men certainly cannot take credit for their success so don't get me started on your show cuz i'm a savage <laughs> so she she didn't come wow yeah she oh was she had kelly's back so mm-hmm. it's all very it's just like it is sort of annoying to me that these, like, dudes... Because The Bachelor host also tweeted about it. Chris Harrison, who tried to make, like, a tongue-in-cheek joke about it. It's just, like, people criticize your show. Like, you know, you don't have to, like, punch down to be, like... no. Oh. <laughs> how dare you say something mean about my show? You know, everyone's still making money. Everyone's still successful. It's like people just need to learn to let things roll off their shoulders. I feel like.
1: Yeah. Well, and yes, but also there's the whole freedom of speech thing where I I mean, Kelly Ripa is like very loosely a journalist of some variety. Like she has a talk show where she has to have opinions about things. She can't, be on that and like only say good things about stuff that runs on abc i mean obviously you want her to do that but if she can't say things about abc then what's the point of her being on the show and also i'm pretty sure that the way these things work is like it's not like one show makes money and covers <laughs> right. all of the rest it's of them like, like it yeah. sort of is like a big pool and re- and yeah. kelly and whoever her co-host is now ryan, ryan I think. is Sechrist, it ryan and Kelly, yeah. Kelly and ryan whatever it is like that show's been on the air for oh, like yeah. 40 some years it's clearly a successful show oh, right. and it costs a lot less money to run than the bachelor <laughs> right. so it's not like you know i'm yeah. sure most of the cost of it is her salary like whatever
0: <laughs> right i mean that's what's weird too is that he thinks he's in a better position than her maybe he knows numbers that we don't but it seems like I think she's doing okay. He's doing okay. It's like they both had their shows, and no one's gonna like cancel either because they don't like each other.
1: Yeah, and this isn't a criticism that's new to him. Right. I think from the <laughs> beginning, people were like, uh, "This is a strange thing where yeah. there's a like twenty five women living in this house with one dude, and they're yeah. all sort of like making out with him and like fighting over <laughs> his affection." Like, yes, yeah, obviously now delightful. there's also the the other version where there's like 25 men trying mm-hmm. to fight mm-hmm. for one woman, but it's, yeah. it's a weird concept either oh, yeah. way.
0: Oh, it is. It's a delightfully strange concept that just gives so much good content. So <laughs> I'll probably have more updates on that show to come, but that was just a little, a little taster. Oh, goody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, well, the only other thing I have is that Robert Pattinson is now apparently going to be playing Batman, which is <laughs> strange. I don't know what the DC is Universe for, is doing. Is
0: this for the Justice League movies or is it like its own thing? This is
1: this is for some movie called The Batman. And I'm confused as okay. to so so, like where like, it falls in the universe. It. Yeah, okay. I don't I I don't think it's I mean, maybe he would be in movies with other people, but I think it's right. a separate franchise. I don't think they're like having him just recasting him as Ben Affleck. Oh, I think. But I also don't know if this might have something to do with that weird Joker movie that's coming out that looks fully oh, yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll I, see. Uh, <laughs> yeah Robert Pattinson seems like such a strange choice to be Batman, also, why does he want to be Batman like he's he right. hasn't,
0: he's been doing he like feels art like somebody scene. who
1: yeah likes doing these weird indie movies, yeah, but maybe he's running I mean, low on he's Twilight been a money good and... actor
0: he's like proven himself acting wise I think people just know him from Twilight, but like he's done a lot of good stuff outside of that, but it is like a weird pivot to be like a franchise you know giant now and I'm not, like, upset about it. I'm like, okay, I don't care. But it is weird that they're rebooting Batman already because I just feel like, I don't know. I guess we have rebooted Spider-Man seven times, so it's like, what's the big deal? But
1: That's the thing. They're desperate for that hype of the dark knight like they keep rebooting spider-man because the original (laughs) spider-man did so well they keep rebooting batman because the dark knight did so well and it's like those things did well because they were unique and they were different in the time and landscape that they were in don't give us another weird joker movie (laughs) pick a different villain who is interesting that we haven't seen before and do something with that like that's what we're looking for yeah (laughs) <laughs> or like Iron Man, why was Iron Man so successful? Because it was something that we hadn't seen. Why yeah. was The Dark Knight so successful? Because it was the first superhero movie that was like a dark, depressing, broody movie. Like
0: oh, so good. That's
1: why those things are successful, not because they're copying something that was already big.
0: Yeah. Well, I could we'll go have on see about that all day though. <laughs> also good news, Scarlett Johansson and um what's his face got engaged, so he's Colin marrying Jost. Up.
1: Yeah, ugh. <laughs> ugh, he's so gross. <laughs> Him and Michael Che. Yeah, woof. Yeah. <laughs> especially Michael Che. Nasty. Yeah,
0: especially. But um, that's all I had. Did you have any more um, pop news?
1: Nope. Just a big old love it or hate it.
0: Yes. Let's get into it. What do you love or what do you hate?
1: I loved. The new John Wick movie, which I saw over the weekend. Have you watched any of these, Shelby?
0: Yeah, Rob makes me watch them. (laughs) We haven't (laughs) seen this one yet, but Rob's very excited
1: my gosh this is a (laughs) franchise that I did not think that I would like I saw the first one and was sort of like okay that was good like that was a good fun action movie the second one I was fully invested in and this one is like the best of the three the action scenes are so fun and inventive and like exactly what you want them to be where they're 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 different unique takes on an action movie it's not the same like car chase fight scene it's like there's a fight scene in a horse (laughs) stable that is involving all these horses running around there's a like
0: a samurai like yeah there's like samurai there's
1: (laughs) there's these Halle Berry is inexplicably in this movie and has these two like killer dogs and so there's this whole fight scene where she's like basically using the dogs to like uh help her kill the bad guys it's so good and also the whole thing is beautifully shot Mm -hmm. and the music is good it's so campy it knows exactly (laughs) what it's going for and it nails it perfectly it's just such a great action movie like if you love action movies this is fantastic and the whole time i kept thinking this is what I want Mission Impossible to be, and it just, like, never will be. <laughs>
0: well, Mission Impossible is PG-13, so, well, it's just, Jodwick is pretty violent, pretty gory, you know? Oh, yes, but in the best
1: possible way. <laughs> yeah. Somebody does get stabbed slowly in the eye with a knife oh, in this movie, so you stuff. might not want to watch that scene, yeah. but, mm, so good.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to be forced to see it, and it's nothing I like. But I recognize the uh, the quality, the craftsmanship that goes into the film. So,
1: but I don't understand why you wouldn't like the John Wick movies. They feel like very in your wheelhouse. Is it just that they're oh, too I violent? Just don't,
0: yeah, I just don't love the gratuitous like violence. I guess Mission Impossible, that's my wheelhouse. John Wick is just like, okay, guys, let's dial it back a few blood pints
1: oh never
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they killed the dog in the first one and that was pretty sad
1: yeah but there's great dog scenes in this one and (laughs) spoiler alert the dogs don't die and also they're setting. they set this up wonderfully for a fourth movie that's definitely going to happen and i cannot wait for john wick (laughs) colon chapter four dash whatever the new title is
0: (laughs) Well, Keanu's been having a real renaissance moment with all his like interviews and stuff. It's been fun to see him so so zen and so happy. He's a
1: terrible (laughs) actor, but they use him perfectly in this.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a love it too, so we're just keeping the positive vibes. Um, Oh
1: my gosh.
0: I know. You probably hate this, but it's um, Netflix released a new series called The Society, which is basically... I saw
1: the uh, the commercial for this and I was like, this feels like something I would like, but I don't know if I should watch it
0: well it's pitched as like lord of the flies meets riverdale so to that end you might love it um feels, basically, feels correct. <laughs> basically it's just this new england town and this high school is sent on this trip but then they wake up and they realize they've been put in this duplicate city and there's no adults. There's no one around them. They're just stuck in this town and they don't know how they got there. They don't know what's going on and they just have to kind of survive. And the first episode was really hard for me because a lot of these kids look like they're 40 years old and they they instantly turn into animals. And I was just like, oh, I just can't handle all these personalities. But it really found its like energy, and it it kind of leaned into the camp of it, and it was more fun. It's definitely not as like off the <laughs> off the wheels like Riverdale crazy, but it's really interesting. And I love Lord of the Flies because it has everything I love. It's survivalism. It's like what would you do? It really looks at like the human psyche and like how it breaks and how different things can make you snap. So this does a really good job of exploring it and the characters end up being a lot more like interesting than you first assume. So I definitely like recommend it. It was like, you hate them and you hate their choices they're making, but you also like respect that it feels a little real and it gets really serious. And it's, it, it's not afraid to like go extreme. So I really enjoyed it and I'm sure they'll do a season two. So
1: it sounds to me. And part of the reason why I was so interested in it is that it sounds very similar to this book series that I love called Gone that I forced you to oh, read the first yeah. one of and you hated. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is, is it not like that? Well, there's not like there's not like magic or sciencey fictiony monsters or anything. Oh, or... Okay. It's very it's play like obviously there's the question of how they ended up in this place and they're like, Well, did we die? Is it an alternate reality? But it's not Are we in a different at all? Right. Or maybe. So it there's is. not like it's not like lost where there's like mysterious creatures or ghosts or black smoke. So it's set in like a okay. realistic universe where these kids just gotcha. have to figure out, you know, how they're going to have food on the table and like all this, but they're also kids and they're also <laughs> the most annoying high school boys you've ever encountered in media. And so there's a lot of tension that's there, but it doesn't, It doesn't like, Exceed reality
1: Very interesting <laughs> If if, it, if I just had unlimited time I would watch so much TV <laughs> But there's just so much And there's yeah. like things that I feel like I need to be watching because they're more In the cultural zeitgeist And so then right. I just miss these smaller shows Unless it's something that like Really draws that me pops, in in some yeah. weird way Yeah Well
0: plus it's like Netflix releases so much So it's yes. like hard to keep up And it gets buried in your like like what will you like recommendations and it's just impossible
1: well and i have this issue where Something comes out on Netflix, I don't know if it's gonna be good or not, I don't mm-hmm. watch it, and then mm-hmm. seven weeks later, everybody's talking about it, <laughs> and I feel like at that point I've missed it. And then I don't want to go back and watch it because I'm right. already on to the next thing, and yeah. so is everybody else. But then I never watched like Russian doll or the OA yeah. or you know, all of these other uh, Well, you can shows. skip the OA
0: for sure. I really like I really want everyone to watch the society just because I want to talk about it with everyone. But I mean it's really, it is very Lord of the Flies-esque. So if you like that book at all, then you'd probably like the show. And it also just has some cool characters and lots of diversity and stuff.
1: Did you watch Sex Education on Netflix?
0: No, that was one I never got around to.
1: That That's my favorite Netflix <laughs> show of recent, of a recent memory. Yeah. But
0: Yeah, there's too many. There's like Bondi and Glow. and
1: And then the so movies many. and the documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> hbo has 700 shows out right now like uh, it's just a lot i
0: only stuck with the society because it was recommended by another podcast so i was like okay i've liked the stuff they've liked so i'll just stick with this and but otherwise i would have just skipped
1: it so i feel you what podcast is this that also has bad taste
0: Well, I can't say it now. That's a rude joke.
1: Uh,
0: but off-screen babble, they have a, they have some fun episodes. Oh, yes,
1: <laughs> they are fun. I like them.
0: Yeah. they have good taste. Is the is the takeaway? But I'm excited because this week we are talking about Game of Thrones, which is a show you have had skin in the game in since the beginning. I have not, and yet we are going to have opinions.
1: I'm sure that this podcast will be semi-miserable for me, but I'm also really excited (laughs) to talk about Game of Thrones. So stay tuned. It will be coming out Thursday and we'll have all of the tea on, I think, like the the television event of the year.
0: At least a few years, honestly. Maybe the decade. Who knows?
1: It was either that or the Big Bang Theory season, (laughs) so one or the other. Um, But thanks for listening, guys, and we'll be back on Thursday. Bye.